Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert. Today, I am here to talk about post-op day one with my amazing colleague, Dr. Millicent Ravello. Good evening. How are you doing, Dr. Ravello? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm excited to talk about post-op day one because I've had a, a run of uh, intense freakouts on post-op day one lately. Yeah, that's a thing. It is. It's and I, a thing. I don't, you know, I think I'm always very clear about my discussions before surgery that now, look, right after surgery, things are going to be swollen. It's not the result you're going to get. You need to understand that you just had surgery and you have to heal. Yet, there's still a massive amount of upset and confusion and people getting up on the ledge and, yeah. and uh, just absolute anxiety and and it's i think it's avoidable maybe not i don't know because it's part of the process (laughs) i've had those patients too who call the service line at midnight freaking out about you know their result or who call the office next day crying because they thought they were going to get this and they got that and it's all misunderstandings and then when i see them in the office like a day later they kind of are all sheepish because <laughs> they realize that they were like crying about the wrong thing. And this one lady I had, she called the office really upset and crying and freaking out because she thought I put the wrong implants in her. We said this size and you put this size, but she had flipped her card. So she was reading right versus left. It was a whole thing. Like, it was a mistake, obviously. And then when I explained that to her, she was like, oh. Well, I feel sheepish, <laughs> but they don't, they don't know. Cause when you're in no. that initial post anesthesia fugue for the first 24 hours, your mind is just, sometimes you're not in control of it. No. And that's the thing. It, it is, uh, it's the anesthesia it's for, for my revision rhinoplasty patients, it's the post-traumatic stress disorder that, oh my God, my nose doesn't look right again. Again, yeah. And and even though like we have a, a revision rhinoplasty podcast that I have them all listen to and then I say, you know, this is a process for the first three or four weeks, you're going to think this was the worst mistake of your life. I say all those things. <laughs> um, but even so, like even just on like a breast dog or on a facelift, people are like, oh my God, I can't believe it looks so terrible. I'm like, well, it's post-surgical. That's right. why it's, there's bruising and there's yeah. swelling and things are distorted and and we gave lots of local anesthesia in addition to the anesthesia so so maybe your nerves of your face aren't working perfectly right. just a little, yet a little asymmetric yeah. a little lopsided so <laughs> the reason i wanted to do this post-op day one podcast was so that people could understand that you have to realize that the day after surgery is not the time to start judging the result of your operation no and you know what this is not unique to you and I, because I'm remembering being in the elevator here at Roxbury several months ago, and I'm with this lady who is clearly post-op from a facelift, blepharoplasty, some kind of facial shebang, and like fresh, you could tell. Right. She had just had it done, and she's sitting in there, and she's practically crying to her partner who she's with, saying, this is the worst mistake I ever made. <laughs> like, lady, you can't even see it's... what your results are yet. I know, but... But they don't know. And so then it gets. So that's yeah. why I want to spread the word and I want to send the message that on post op day one, just cover the mirrors. <laughs> don't take selfies. 
expecting mm. it to be the the selfie of the century that you that's why you had surgery the selfie of the century is coming yes it, but it's down the road yeah you got to get through at least a few weeks of well obviously more than a few weeks but you really got to get through at least one or two weeks to get that swelling and all of that puffiness out and then depending on your surgery it can take months to really see your final result come in but yeah the evening of post-operative day zero is not the time to start evaluating your results at all no and post-op day one it's even worse and then usually on two there's more swelling Mm -hmm. depending on the operation of course i mean for for rhinoplasty things get worse day one two and three and then they get better four five six and seven and so you know that's why i just tell people look it's going to be a ride it's going to be a process that you have to go through and you have to understand that surgery has to heal it's we're taking things apart to put them back together a certain way and you have to get through that process it is not it's not an overnight success no Although sometimes it can be. Like a, a primary breast dog, I mean, those are some happy patients on day yeah, one. Yeah, that's true. They look pretty good right away. Uh, that's true. They're like, yes. But liposuction is not. Not instant gratification. You're swollen. You have all this fluid inside. You, you can't tell what you had done at all. So yeah, liposuction for sure not. Facelifts are good, but you're puffy and you're swollen and you're bruised. Um, Especially if, if you, you had a laser on there. Yes. <laughs> Yes, but if you had a laser on there, um, but you know, if you had like a lot of extra skin of your neck, you do see that right away because it's, yeah, you got a, you have a nice neck contour and yep. angle. Um, breasts, I think you see pretty much right away your results, more or less. Um, that's a pretty obvious one. Obviously, you're swollen and stuff like that. Yep. So don't like start judging your size right away. Don't start freaking out that you're too big or anything like that. But the shape and the look is more or less what you're going to have. Uh, tummy tucks, um, that those take a little time. They do, to but they, they look good but right away too. Because that's a, dra- a that's off. a dramatic difference. Yeah, it is. It looks and good. People are like, whoa! But that certainly takes a few weeks to mature. Um, what else? Even like fillers and Botox, like, oh, yeah. it's not instant. You know, Botox takes three to five days to kick in. Your fillers can swell up, and they look kind of crazy for the po- you know post filler day one two and then by three it looks starts to look good starts to look okay but you know these things all take time and so if if you find yourself you know up on the ledge over your early result please listen to this podcast (laughs) and understand that good days are coming um it's not saying that you're gonna everybody's gonna have perfect amazing absolutely you know out of the park home run results that's not the case i mean people are going to you know, depending on what you're doing and who you're doing it with, you're going to get the results at some point, but it's not the first day. No, it's definitely not. So just simmer. It'll be okay. Simmer down now. <laughs> simmer. Um, and just, you know, be cognizant of the fact that you just had anesthesia and maybe your brain's not quite making the right decision. True. So just True. stay off your phone, stay off social media, Stay away from anything that could be potentially <laughs> come back and get you. Well, the you. Google rabbit hole. The Google rabbit gets hole. Oh gosh, yes. To like be practically, you know, just enraged and and anxious and but it's just you can't go down the Google rabbit hole no. because Google is a it's a search engine. It's not a doctor, and so the best person to talk to about you know any issues you're having is your your surgeon, not not Google. 
because it, it's... I mean, I'm pretty sure we've all diagnosed ourselves with cancer on Google. Oh, yeah. No, I've had every cancer there is. You know, I've had, you know, freaking toenail cancer based on Google. But, you know, you just have to understand that Google only can answer the questions that you're asking through a search engine and what's available on the internet. It doesn't have a, the power of interpretation. No, definitely not. That's a long way off, as a matter of fact, I think. The power of interpretation. This is where they say that AI is going to be able to replace doctors. And I just, mm. I think that there's there's too many subtleties and too there's much There's way nuance. too many. Because I can usually tell when someone's anxieties are speaking versus their actual symptoms or when maybe they aren't telling me the truth about something for some other means. For sure. And so I don't know how AI would be able to sort of delineate what's real and what's not just based on what a person is saying. Yeah, unless we're going to hook them up to a lie detector. <laughs> Which, uh, That's some real big brother stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not happening, you know. I mean, maybe it is the way our country's going. That may, that may be next. Um, well... So anyway, that's post-update one. Post-update one is a day to relax. It's a day to take your pain medicine if you need it. It's a day to take antibiotics if you need it. It's the day to just rehydrate and get through the day. Watch, catch up on your catch favorite up on series your Netflix. on Netflix. That is day and, one right there. And that's there. what you do. Do yeah. not, you know, don't get yourself riled up that like this result is awful because it's not the result. It's the post-surgical appearance of the body part that's been operated on. It's hard, though. I know. It's, it's easy to say. It's so easy to say. <laughs> it's, it's really but, hard. But when it's your face, you know, know, your body, it's hard. I get it. It's hard. And then you, then you freak out. Yeah. But that's why you choose a surgeon that you trust. Right. And, and if you do call the office, you would hope the office would be empathetic, which we, we always are, because we have this yes. a lot. I mean, we've had just a run of them lately. <laughs> oh, my God. And the nostrils look like this. I was like, well, there's splints in them. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what they're going to look like. They have silicone splints that are distorting them because that's what, you know, it's not the result. Like, you need to just, like, back off, back off. Remember how I said it was going to take, like, a year? Well, today's, like, less than 24 hours. So, you know, that's really key to understand. I don't know what strategies I can give you to get through it. It it is really, it's kind of a knowledge thing. And I I guess we just have to do a better job of explaining to people to be patient and and like that, like that when you're impatient, the worst thing that you can hear is like, just be patient, Just be patient. Yeah. That, that usually is grounds for like a bazooka to the chest, you know, like it's like, Oh really? I should be patient. Maybe showing photos like of your patients. Maybe we should take photos of our patients day one, day seven, day 10. To show others and be like, see, this is what this person looked like on day one. This is what they look like on day 10. And this is what they look like on three months. Right. So then they can be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is, that is an issue. That would be a good way to look at it. Then we could just say, this is the progression. Right. Yeah. I mean, I did take some pictures of my patient today who was very swollen. But she was like, oh, my, I love my nose. And I was like, well, let me take some photos and I'm going to show you how much you're going to love it in two weeks. <laughs> because it's one week. You know, and she's really going to love it. Yeah, because, I mean, it it takes time for that to heal. It's not overnight. All right. Anything else about post up day one? I think we I think think we we got that. Just listen to the podcast (laughs) and just remember when you call us at midnight. We'll be like, go to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast, (laughs) episode 153. (laughs) Post up day one. (laughs) It's true. It's like, uh, you know, I just I, I wish that I could 
impart that knowledge prior to surgery. We try. So maybe we are now. Maybe we are. Well, in that case, this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. If you like what you heard on the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast and want to get in touch with either Dr. Ravello or myself, this is how to do it. You can reach me at the website, ravelloplasticsurgery.com. You can reach out to the office directly through the website with any questions or consult requests, or you can call the office directly at 310-954-1355. And you can reach me on Instagram at Ravello Plastic Surgery. And to reach me, the phone number is 310-777-8800. My website is drcalvert.com, drcalvert.com. Instagram, Dr. J. Calvert. And of course, you may want to check out our YouTube channel for the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast, which is simply that, Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Hope to see you all in the office very soon. Bye.